Do you like robots? Do you like wanking? Then you'll love roboticwankingclaws.com. Right now, you can get £10 off by using the code 2STARPODCAST. Thanks for taking the time to download this BBC Radio 5 Live podcast. To search for other podcasts you might like, click bbc.co.uk slash 5Live, where you'll also find our terms of use. Hi, I'm Orlando Bloom, and you're listening to Two Star Podcast. Hello, it's episode 67 of Two Star Podcast. God, Chris, that's not how you do it. Come on, put some, think put some it pep in it. Dan, can you leave Chris alone, please? I think he did a great job. Oh, but I like backseat driving. It's fun. Well, you're no good at front seat driving, so you might as well give a go at backseat driving. Boom! I, I take that as endorsement of my continued backseat driving. No, it's uh, endorsement of you shutting the fuck up. I don't like doing that. Oh. I I like it when he interrupts. It's fine. Oh, okay. Okay. But not too much. Maybe twice. And you've had once. Mm, I will consider your offer. So it's still episode 67. Uh, Graham, Adam, uh, Daniel and me are all here. And uh, let's get going. What would we like to talk about first? Well, I mean, I think, to be honest, we should probably start with the breaking news. The cat music review, yes. The breaking news. Yes. The cat music review. So, Um, obviously, last week uh, we discussed uh, cat music, but we did not play any cat music because uh, we lack the technology to do that. So, instead, I edited it a bit in, Chris listened to it after the podcast, and what did you think? Well, I quite liked it as music, but I'm quite sceptical that a cat would appreciate it more than just putting on any old music. So I th- I don't think I don't think it was appropriate for the audience it was intended for. I think well, if I had a cat I would like them to listen to Cat Stevens or if they Good. wanted yeah, if, I like that. if they wanted newer poppy music um Cat E Perry. That one was a bit more tenuous. Jim Jimogriquai Jimogi Requai. I mean you've got like, yeah, obviously okay. Atomic Kitten. Oh, Atomic yeah. Kitten's obvious. Yeah, didn't... What about... Um... Is there any uh, Is there any pop star with the first name of Percy? I think that's unlikely. I find it very un- unlikely, yeah. Okay. Well, if there is, then that one. So the current offerings for cat music, I would probably score... <sighs> One and a half out of five, I think. Excellent. I think that's generous. Mm. It's quite generous, yeah. I've got well, another review I could do. I uh, saw, oh. um, I saw Bridget Jones's Baby. Oh, is that a film? It is a film, yeah. And having seen Bad Moms a few weeks before, I was preparing myself to see a lot of feminine hygiene products advertised, and there weren't any at all. What so massive what, disappointment. What adverts were uh, fired in your face prior to Bridget Jones's WhatsApp? Well, it, it it was all a bit dull, really. Um, I have a theory. I have two theories about why there weren't any feminine hygiene products advertised. Theory one is that they think people that would want to go and see that film are mostly women, but are post menopause. 
which was borne out in, in who was in the cinema. However, it was a matinee performance, so it might have been that they would vary uh, the adverts. Yeah. And they don't want children to learn about um, menstruation. Well, no, but in Dorset, at half past one in the afternoon on a weekday, probably mostly retired people are going to be able to go and watch that film. Oh, it's not an issue anymore. Yeah. So I don't know what I don't know I don't know why the adverts were so different, but they were. Were there adverts for like stair lifts and Werther's originals and stuff? Um, I can't remember. They weren't memorable. Hmm. That's that is not a good good characteristic for adverts. No. No. The film itself was was all right. It was quite obvious. It was quite I've... gentle. There weren't any I've really not... big, big laughs that were hilarious. It was all just sort of like, oh yeah, that's that's mildly amusing. Um, and then it was over. I've not seen any of the other entries in the Bridget Jones cinematic universe. No, I don't think you needed to really. Do you think um, Richard Curtis films exist in a shared universe like Marvel? I mean. Yeah, oh. sure. Well, presumably, he also did like Love Actually and um, God, what other Four Weddings and a Funeral? Is that him? Yeah, I mean, the biggest issue with the shared universe would be that the Prime Minister also runs a bookshop in Notting Hill. Um, well, no, well I mean, you know, that's 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 you know, obviously not at the same time, and also um, is the son of a somebody who made millions of pounds off a pop record and never works and just hangs around with a child. Which I mean, I mean it's, it's fine. Not beyond the realms of possibility, you have a just a knowledge of Richard Curtis films. Well, because I've seen all of them because they're quite good. Unless you want a realistic representation of uh, modern London, by which I mean London that has black people in it. Yes, but I mean, if you want just a whitewashed, um, sort of slightly twee vision of uh, of modern life, then I'm all for it. Fair enough. Perhaps it is a universe, but there are lots of people that look very similar. Well, that's what I was going to say. It must just be that there's a lot of people who look very, very much like Hugh Grant. That would actually be the ultimate kind of follow-up movie, where he does some dystopian thing about cloning, and like, there's just a million Hugh Grants, none of whom can get their shit together, and one of them ends up like being a serial killer. Or or maybe, rather than being a shared universe, it's um, parallel universes. Oh, sort like, of like what, what if. could have happened, yeah. yeah. Sort yeah, of like, like sliding doors, and sliding doors could probably be part of this. I know it's not Richard Curtis, but it's basically the same thing. Yeah, no, I like that idea. Hmm. Maybe what's really happening is the Hugh Grant character is in a coma, and these films are all different dreams he has. Oh, that's that'd possible. be quite high end, wouldn't it? Yeah, it's sort of mental. Um, uh, sort of, you know, thriller like uh, Mr. Tumble, because Mr. Tumble is um, the construct of a, a shattered mind. You're all aware of that, presumably. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Justin is a. He was in some hideous trauma, and then he's created these like Mr. Tumble, Lord Tumble, Aunt Polly. These are all um, you know, various aspects of his personality that is created in this fantasy world to try and deal with the trauma of, uh, well, presumably being fucked by a clown. Sorry, what the hell? Mr. Tumblemate. Which film is this from? Well, it's not from film, it's from CBeebies. Oh, right. 
okay. I'm confused, but carry on. I, I would recommend you watch um, some Mr. Tumble videos on YouTube tomorrow and try and tell me that is not, uh, a, you know, a um, projection from a mind that has been destroyed by, well, horrendous sexual abuse. These aren't the same people that tried to call everyone cunts in the song, are they? No, that's uh, that's different. Okay, that's fine. Okay, I, I will I will try and do that. I'll probably forget, but you know, I have a disease mind too. I'll put that down in the in the notes that uh, Dan has got some homework. Okay, that's fine. To watch Mr. Tumble. There's also a distinct possibility that um, this isn't actually a podcast, and it's just we are the figments of a diseased mind of one of the listeners who is trying to deal with some kind of horrific trauma, and we've uh, we've been created. Don't we cause horrific trauma rather than deal with it? Well, yeah. I mean, I was going to go on to say that if this is your mind's way of you know getting through a particularly uh, horrific experience, then it, it, well, it was either far worse than we had anticipated, or you're not doing a great job. Yeah, I mean, so if you uh, if you don't want... if you don't properly cook coffee, then uh, it can be dangerously hallucinogenic. That's so, true. So that well, does, does this lead us it. nicely onto your hate crime update? Well, I mean, perhaps the podcast is just a bad trip. Uh, it could be. For, for the so, cold brew hipster. Because I, 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 I noticed that your hate crime preparations were not going too well, so I've been doing some research to try and help you out. Yeah, yeah, okay. So last night before I went to bed, I put some coffee grounds in the cafetiere, and yeah. I added water, let them stew overnight i believe is the technical term then this morning i pressed it added water poured it over ice and i am distraught to have to tell you that it was delicious and was an excellent way of drinking coffee yeah well i mean i think you probably didn't really do it quite right well Well, that is exactly how you do it but um i i've also tried um i've also tried some uh cold brew coffee and yeah, it's quite nice, isn't it? It's very, very yeah, refreshing. It's very good. Our, it brings out day. a lot more of the flavour than you would get just by uh, adding hot yeah. water. Yeah, but, but I mean, we won't we won't admit that. Sorry, Dan. What do you want to say? Well, just like, how is it better? I mean, how is it different? The flavours are just released more slowly, I guess, and it just uh, same same way as if you slow cook something, it tastes nicer. That's true, but it's considerably less convenient. Yeah, well, I might try this then. Yeah, I recommend it. It's it's really great. Yeah, I mean yeah. the other the other issue with the hate crime is I'm going to have to cancel it because increasingly I find that uh, I share lots of um, lots of things in common with the cold brew hipster, and so the is, biggest one think... of all is uh, RuPaul's Drag Race. Mm, so... I don't think having something in common with your victim is necessarily well. A, we went through this prevents last week, you from okay. killing him. Yeah, I mean, it's not. I don't, well, I mean, killing is possibly a little excessive. Except well, sorry, I, I was, I was leaving to the end. To actual murder. Yeah, okay. Um, well, slippery slope, isn't it? I, mean, I, guess, I guess it could. the murder could still be a hate crime. Yeah, uh, as long as you really don't like the person you're killing. Yeah, um, but, but no, I, we, we kind of, we, we did briefly touch on this last week because Chris was starting to have some concerns uh, that he might have found that he has things in common with the person yeah. that he's, uh, he's trying to abuse, but... Like I said, like sometimes you just have to accept that you, you're inevitably going to find things that you have in common. That's just yeah, you know, the reality. It's very rare that you find somebody that you have nothing in common with. Mm. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's always I mean, generally true. It's it's easier to hate someone from a, a standpoint of ignorance, isn't it? From afar, yeah, yeah. 
I mean, you could turn it from a hate crime into a sort of deranged attachment fantasy where you have too much in common and you have to kind of kill him for taking your place sort of thing. Okay, that sounds a lot more complicated. Well, I mean, it still just ends up with you, like, doing some horrible crime to him, but with a slightly different justification in your head. Okay. Well, I mean, I can can work certainly, but I think... I think probably for now the hate crime has to just be put to one side. Yeah. Well, I I think there's there's two ways of looking at this. The first is the only bit that's that has to be put aside is the hate. The crime itself could still occur. It just it couldn't be a hate crime if you don't hate him. Oh, but, but so you could still... it could be a crime of passion, couldn't it? Yeah, it, you could um you know dress in his clothes and uh, and say that you want to marry him and just start living very close to him and turn it into a you know a sort of deranged stalker uh, scenario. Okay. Well, I that, mean, I think I have to do it by proxy because Adam lives much closer to him, so I just have to delegate that bit. Yeah. The, the, the biggest issue, I think, is that you, you have put in quite a lot of preparation, such as, you know, building a wicker man and that, and that seems a shame for that to go to waste, but you couldn't really incorporate that into your stalking. So I think... You still need to do a hate crime. You just need to change the victim. And who better than Two Star Podcast's very own, um, well, Burke, Daniel Mercer. Thanks. Yeah, okay. Much appreciated. So I think maybe you should uh, burn Dan in a wicker man. I mean, you'd need a bigger wicker man is my, my main objection here. I, I'm not sure. I don't know. I don't, well, I don't want to be burned alive in a in a substandard or ill-fitting wicker man that would just be embarrassing no fair play the victim's comfort should be paramount yeah i mean i i have a confession to make because i am yet to actually build a wicker man but come on you've had three weeks mate yeah it's just you should get some wicker Mm. i have found a straw hat so we could put a straw hat on his head and then set it alight and that would be he would probably all the flames, we always have to hold him upside down, otherwise the flames would just sort of go safely away from his body. Or he could have uh, wicker shoes. Okay. I mean, wicker shoes sound uncomfortable. Do you have a clog shop in Dorset? Um, well, several, of course. Yeah. So get some clogs, set them on fire, put them on his feet. Job done. All right. Well, again... I'm not really 100% sold on this. Oh. In what way are you not sold? What, what's, um, well, what's, I mean, what's the blocker? I, I don't think, I don't think I really either hate you enough or, am passionately and in love with you enough. So I think you're just somewhere comfortably in the middle. It's that tricky middle ground, isn't it? Don't yeah. want to kill him. Don't want to wear his skin. Yeah, you think, well, well how I'm, how do we sorry. proceed? I'm a bit well, disappointed here. I feel sort of like I've been dumped without um, actually, yeah. It's, it's a bit it's a bit demoralising, to be honest. So, I mean, you could do maybe something could that make, really annoys me. Or, yeah, you could maybe make yourself more worthy of Chris's hate yeah, or his love. I mean, do I have to, like, take up cold brew coffee or have we decided Chris likes that now? Well, that, that I think, would make you make Chris love you. Oh well, but he had. But then you would be at the back of the list because he is already contemplating um, make making the cold brew hipster love him 
whether he wants to or not. Well, I mean, as much as it hurts my feelings, I think that's probably a better avenue for Chris's fevered and weird emotions. Yeah, the, the issue here, though, is Chris has announced that he's going to commit a hate crime, so he's on all kind of watch lists. Mm. It, it, you can't just not do it now. You need to get it over and done with. You need to hate crime somebody. Yeah. How do you feel about Jewish people, Chris? I I think that this is a bad avenue to go down. Okay. Um, <laughs> I could I do a hate crime on myself? That might be. Um, that might be the best option because then there's no. It's a victimless crime essentially. I suppose. Well, yeah. I suppose you'd have to prove that you hate yourself. Well, you mm. don't have to prove it. You just have to leave a, you know, a threatening note saying that you do, and the police will kind of just assume that you wouldn't lie about that kind of stuff. Well, I, I don't. Mm. What kind of hate crime myself. would you do on yourself? Oh, I don't. Well, think, I don't no. I think that's I was, going a bit far. I think what I'll do is I'll start off and I'll I'll buy a whole tub of ice cream and eat it all in one sitting, and I'll feel quite sick then. Mm. But you will have also had a whole tub of ice cream, so that sounds lovely. Yeah. Maybe you could have a really spicy chilli or something. That way you know you'd be committing a hate crime down the road, as it were. Or you well, could, yeah, but you... I would enjoy the spicy food. It's the same with yeah. ice cream. come way before the ring of fire and that, so... You're still getting more pleasure than pain, I think, out of this. Do you have any um, poos that you could put in a bag and set on fire and put on your doorstep? And then ring the doorbell, and then go inside, and then open it, and stamp on it, and get poo on your shoe. Uh, I don't, but I can probably, I can probably manufacture one. You could maybe, um, you could maybe put some petrol on your front garden, spell out the words um, "grockle scum," and set it on fire. Could do that, yeah. But I don't think I want to. So this is the, this is another issue, isn't it? That I'm probably, I, I'm going off the idea completely, really. Oh, yeah. You have sort of promised everyone a hate crime, though, so yeah, I do feel quite let down. Right. Okay. Well, I mean, we have only invested in this like emotionally and with our time. It's not like we kind of pre-ordered his hate crime. I did send Chris fifteen thousand pounds for wicker supplies. Ah, okay, that's slightly different then. Uh, did yeah. you sign any kind of contract? I well, I I put on the uh, check for wicker. So it can yeah, only I'm not sure it. that's that's gonna stand up in court. I mean, actually, mm. you know what? Well, it is quite pricey. When all this wicker furniture is, um, because oh, of Brexit, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, what isn't these days? Or from Etsy? No, fair enough. It might cost fifteen thousand for a wicker man. And that's for that's for entry level. Yeah. Well, if I, I mean, you could kind of like climb to the top of a ladder, um glue some wicker things to your t-shirts and pretend you're in a, in a wicker man. I, I will do, I'll do a hate crime because that's what the world wants, isn't it? And yeah, and I think probably Dan is the easiest target. So, so I'll do a hate crime. I would crime say so. Him. Brilliant. I and it, what, it just so happens that uh, you'll be seeing him this weekend. Just convenient mm. as well. In the presence of um, fishing bait and hooks. Yeah. That sounds yeah. like a, so I think, Dan, how much would you enjoy having an amateur Prince Albert installed? I'm going to go ahead and guess not at all. Well, it sounds ideal. I mean, if that's what you think, then you can only be pleased with the results. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I'm, I'm, I'm entirely sure that I can be not pleased by the results. I'm, I'm quite attached to my penis in its current configuration, and 
not really looking for a change. It, it's, I'd say it served me well. We all know that's a lie. Um, I think the sensible thing to do is just get really drunk, pierce Dan's dick. If he likes it, then you'll just have to do another hate crime later on. But I would say chances are he won't. I, I'd say actually, yeah, chances are I won't either. So um, uh, this is looking irrefutably logical. I mean, I don't see any any alternative unless you do. Unless you can come up with an alternative by Saturday, your dick's getting pierced, mate. Mm, okay. Um, I'm going to have to insist on having like proper sterile cleanup and all that jazz. Yeah, yeah, we'll pour like beer and stuff on it. Beer's got alcohol in. It kills germs, isn't it? Mm, okay. I do like beer, so that, that does sound tempting. Well, you can you can drink one to take the edge off. Okay, it's getting better all the time. Um, okay. Right. I mean, okay. I, I feel this is probably this is probably resolved. We're all in agreement, so that's fine. Yeah, we've got a plan. It sounds achievable. Yeah, I, I think we should. I think we should probably move on. I'm mindful that there is some very big news that Adam wants to talk about, and uh, that is that he's been a bit poorly. Mm. Yes, I am very ill. Uh, I, I am definitely dying. Um, there's a good chance I won't make it to next week's episode. Do you think you have SARS? Um, I mean, isn't that supposed to be sudden? Yeah. Uh, this is this was actually I don't know. I was fine yesterday, and I woke up this morning and felt like oh, shit. So that's pretty sudden. Sounds Isn't like SARS to me. It's fairly affecting my breathing. So yeah, I think it must be SARS. Yeah. Well, well done. SARS is quite retro SARS. these days, but it's pretty. It's thirteen years ago, wasn't it? SARS. Yeah. Oh bloody hell! I feel old now. You are yeah. old. Well. Yeah, I know, but I don't like to be reminded of. Um, in completely unrelated news, that I just. You, I, I mean, you just need to see because I don't. I just don't know, really. I mean, is this guess, Adam dead? This this link. Should what? I click on it? Oh, oh, okay. Just arrived. Yeah. You want me to look at it? Yes. Okay. What the fuck? Um, the link is um, it's a rechargeable high-end camera vibrator. It's the camera bit that that gets me. I, I'll admit. What gets you interested? No. Is this um is this related to your illness? No, this is completely unrelated. <laughs> I just happened to see the link and followed it and discovered it. Okay. How did you find the link? Uh it was posted on a site that I was browsing. Uh, somebody had uh commented uh simply, uh very helpfully, uh, world's first wireless camera vibrator. Uh, and I felt the need to investigate what the fuck that was, and then I realised it was really quite obvious. It was just as it sounds, yeah. yeah. So, um, okay. I mean... I have a question. Isn't it kind of dark? It's got a torch yeah. on it. It's got well. lights. If you look, it's got like a ring of LEDs around the... Uh, yeah. The business end. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, so, as you can tell from a sort of slightly weird, almost lightsaber-y artist's impression that they've done in one of the pictures... I mean, you would think that by its very nature, you're going to get quite a shaky picture, aren't you? There's going to be quite a lot of... Um, so like, Maybe well, it has vibration. that stability software built in. I suppose a vibration is uh, is a fairly regular movement, isn't it? They could compensate. There must be some yeah. dampening, I suppose. So, Do you want to know what it claims it's suitable for? This is one of the pictures on the, on the Amazon page. Yeah. Party, single lady. Yeah. Reasonable. Hotel passion, mm-hmm. yeah. Lovers okay. slash couple, yeah, yeah. Bar flirting, 
Yeah, you shove a, <laughs> wave a dildo at somebody in a bar, I suppose. Or is it just like, here, have a look at this, and just show his, them the app on the his, phone? With- um, a medical procedure video. It's not medical procedure, that's the inside of my chuff. Yeah, and I mean the other one is romance hole. in the wild, I mean, don't, don't yeah, which is almost equally disturbing. Well, I, I suppose. suppose it saves having to take a camera and a dildo on holiday. Yes, uh, it's funny looks when you low. Hi there, hi there. Can you just take a photo of us, please? Yeah, it's the button on the top. Try not but, to touch around the bottom. But you still look less of a cunt hole than uh, using an iPad for taking pictures. That yes. is undeniably true. Yes, but I mean that that applies to literally anything. Uh, no, it could yeah. be worse. You could be using Google Glass. Mm. It's, it's I don't know. I think that still makes you less of a prick than walking around taking photos with your iPad. At least if you were using Google Glass, you could just say you were sent back from the future. Yeah, but everyone knows what Google Glass is, and everyone universally acknowledges that. Only are. nerds do. Real people don't. Mm. I, I, I can, yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. Really? What are you, what are you talking about? Is it like Google a pint made glass? To- no, Google made Light a glass. pair of glasses that have got a camera in, and the internet uh, goes onto the lens of your glasses. I did really they... know what you meant. Oh, I see. I was very convinced. I thought it was a I bit odd that you wouldn't. Yeah, I <laughs> see. I'm a very good actor. But then I thought, well, you know, I'm I'm really concerned that there are videos in some of the reviews. Oh no, we don't need what? that. Oh, I mean, given that it's on Amazon, I have to assume that they are. Like, just of the product not being utilised in its intended fashion. I'm going to click one. It's 57 minutes. No, okay, it's 57 seconds. Jesus. 57 minutes. <laughs> I mean, it is $100. It's not cheap. Maybe we should uh, do a Kickstarter. I mean, this is very much on brand, isn't it? Yes. I would say so, yeah. And whilst we're talking about our brand, I have some good news um, that today I searched Robotic Wanking Claw and we are the entire front page. Nice. On an unrelated uh, search. So so there we go. We we just dominate that market. Good. I like dominating. Is Are you are you satisfied, Adam, that we've uh, we've discussed your, your smutty uh, Christmas list? Yes. I'm quite happy with that. Okay, good. Well, I mean, if if any listeners have got this far in, then I think one of them would like some advice. Graham. That's right. Um, So we've had a letter from Christian from Scotland. I will read the letter to you. He says, Right, Fika-files. I I think he means Copra-files. I need your advice. Someone at my work is shitting, yes, shitting... In the middle of the floor, two feet in front of the lavvy. It is a weekly event. What should be done? <laughs> Apparently, I can't install CCTV in the bog. Can you consult your legal department about this? Love from Christopher from Scotland. I mean, or Christian, don't we, know. We can, but we're unlikely to get a useful answer because it's Dan. Um, yeah, that's true. But I mean, as, as to. Like, it is actually pretty, pretty reasonable. As to, to what can be done, I mean, there's, there's some obvious questions around this. The fact that it's, it's weekly. Yeah, suggests, that suggests it's intended. Yes, that suggests it's an intentional statement. Um, is it same same day, same sort of time every day, uh, every week? Um, uh, are we talking about you know sort of a bit of a variety? It doesn't specify, but I think it's safe to assume it's a, it's at regular intervals. Okay, 
I, see, I have an idea. Uh, so you're not allowed to film within the toilet, but you would be able to film outside of the toilet so you know who is going in at what time. And then you could do checks so that you would be able to narrow it down well, who, who was in the toilet at the time when the poo appeared. Well, but then how do you narrow down when the poo appeared? Well, because well, you could regularly. do checks. So oh, if, you do, if you do sort of, um, to start with, you could just do a morning check, a lunchtime check, and an evening check. And then you could review the footage and you could think, right, I mean, you it was, it the-, was uh, the polar bear was going in. Mm. Um, so I think it well, might be him. I think if, I think they wouldn't need to do too much more. Because if, if somebody's doing a poo weekly, you're going to be picking up fairly quickly, and you would have thought they'd be able to deduce that already if it was uh, if it was if that was a possibility. I think the best solution is to go to each colleague and not like uh, you know get them one on one, just go up right close to them and go, "I know it's you, you dirty fucker," and see who breaks. Mm. Yeah, I think that's a good plan. Yeah, he's got to be careful because that's the kind of um, like uh, sitcom ploy that inevitably ends in people confessing a bunch of stuff to you that you really didn't want to know. Well, yeah, that's true. But then if he's if he's going to become a vigilante, then uh, maybe it's useful to have those confessions. What about? I assume that's why he sent us this. What about DNA testing? Well, DNA testing is the obvious thing too, and I think uh, Christian from Scotland works in a university or a college or something like that and presumably they have a forensics um department yeah because why wouldn't they yeah well i mean some places do some places don't but yeah i i would have thought call in the the they call in soco i mean perhaps perhaps daniel could advise us on the the legalities of dna testing and whether well, you're allowed to insist that employees um Give you their DNA, um, yeah. or just give you a shit for comparison. I mean, DNA maybe is too extreme. Like just get everyone to do a poo in a in a box. Does it look? And then yeah, do a lineup. Mm, well, I don't know. I I fundamentally worry that you don't want to have to be the person going around collecting all your workmates' poop. It's a bit weird. I'll be honest. Okay, well, you could do it as a sort of a poo amnesty. Everyone, you just put some boxes on the table. Everyone goes and takes a box, does their poo in their own time or you know, at a time that's convenient to them, and then at the end of the day, everybody must have put a poo in a box, and then they, you can everyone can go around and uh, vote for which one's their <laughs> favourite. What was the point of this? <laughs> I'm not really sure. It sounds absolutely horrifying, but um, but but carry on. Don't don't let us stop you. I my concern here is. That uh, Christian from Scotland is protesting his innocence too early. Yeah, I think, think he's. He might be, I yeah, think he phantom. is the culprit. Is he he's just trying to cover his tracks early on, saying, "Look, I've enlisted the help of the UK's foremost um, poo forensic podcast." I mean, in fairness, enlisting our help is pretty much proof that you don't want whoever did it to get caught. Well, there is that, yeah. So he's he's conducting the investigation by put, by bringing in woefully inept uh, investigators. Um, I have though had a uh, a very good idea of how you catch the perpetrator, and okay. it's uh, 
it's based on the Disney adaptation of Robin Hood. You know, the one with the animals. Right. So it, you trick you trick the person who does this pooing into revealing himself by having a pooing competition. Right. Um, and then whoever does the, the best poo, you go, aha, it's you, obviously. And that's what they did to catch Robin Hood. Yeah, I think we don't know anything about the quality. You, but you, you could, you could say, well, what we're looking for is this kind of layout. I mean, you'd have to be fairly confident in the quality of your poo to do one on the floor where everyone can see it once a week. Yeah, or particularly unconfident with your ability to hit a toilet. Yeah, I mean, it is possible that you could sort of, you know, everyone put their hands up. Okay, everyone who's been toilet trains put toilet trains put your hands down and then see who accidentally leaves the hand up yeah i i wouldn't say there's any question of this not being deliberate i think this is no, a, I, I a dirty po- protest through and through we need to find out what the um what the culprit is protesting because yeah just, there just has to be a reason on the floor doesn't really what? achieve much if no one knows why yeah. they're doing it what are their demands yeah i mean, I mean is this the sort of thing that you all know my attitude to in general so it won't be surprised. My, my preferred tactic would be um, counter-escalation. So um, do a particularly nasty smelly one in the in the loo in the same place uh, the day before the schedule. That way you will scare off the... Oh, I see. So you, you beat that. him to it. Yeah, and, and you'll kind of mark your territory. You'll intimidate them. They won't know what to do. They'll, they'll feel like they're the subordinate pooper, if you will, and then they'll stop doing it. I mean, that, or they'll develop a massive complex, but either way, you win. That is very logical and and makes sense. But what if the original pooer stops doing it, but the person who's done the escalation realizes they really like pooing on the floor, and then they become or they, they, they become the monster they they've been hunting? They feel that they can't risk stopping in case yeah. the person. Oh well, yeah, there is that. I was thinking more along the lines of you stare into the abyss and the abyss stares back into well, I mean, you. That is a possibility. It depends yeah. on the, their, their mental strength. But I mean, my concern yeah. would be you, you do it as a defensive measure. It's They stop shitting on the floor, but then you feel obliged to keep going just in case if you stop, they start doing it again. But then somebody else would, and then you end up with um, a kind of trident of poo. Yeah, you don't want that. See, my counterpoint is that staring into the abyss is quite fun. It looks really cool. And nothing bad, bad has ever happened when someone was stared into the abyss for a very long time. So, um, what about if you do a poo into the abyss? Well, I don't think the abyss likes that very much. It's not really into that sort of thing. So, yeah, so it'll fire it back at you tenfold. Yeah, which would be a bit, you know, no one wants all... poo coming back at you tenfold. You don't want poo flying out of an abyss at you. I mean, that's no. the last thing you want. Love a bit of velocity, won't it? Yeah. I have a question okay. before we move on. Uh, are we missing some kind of cultural nuance? And is this perhaps something that's quite common in Scotland? And we just oh, think well, are we is, saying that this is like this a is religious weird. thing. Yeah, yeah, but actually, it's it's just commonplace. Oh, so maybe we've just misunderstood the email. So he's saying that he needs the advice. Someone is shitting in the middle of the floor, and they're, they're only the... doing it once a week. And, that and or he's saying. Well, he doesn't even say it's a bad thing. He's just saying what should be done, like what should be done to celebrate this hero of uh, of yeah, our time. He may be saying, "How how do I build on this as a as a team building gesture?" Yeah, should he be weeing on the poop? Should he be pooping on it? Should he, I don't know, throw up? I mean, he's considered installing CCTV so he can um, share with everybody yeah. he sees how great this uh, this this shitting is. 
Mm. Well, in that case, I think um, you should place a glass display case in the bathroom around each poo that uh, occurs. Yeah. And date it, so, and then you can turn it into a tourist attraction. No, I think that's brilliant. You know, I'm, I'm glad as a podcast we, we've worked around our southern ethnocentric prejudices and come to a truly... Um, we've understood the people of Scotland. Yeah. We've understood their, their wants, their desires. Yeah. And... Um, and there's literally no possibility we could be wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, good. Well, whilst we're talking about um, listeners contacting us, I have some good listener feedback. Uh, it's from our super fan. And uh, she said that I am her favorite. Yeah. So um, there you go. It's kicking the balls for the rest of us. But um, yeah. I mean, but, but the, the context is... I hated you, but now you're my fave from that shitty podcast, which is literally true today. Mm. Um, but not the best. She doesn't think I'm the best. She just uh, thinks that I'm her favourite. Yeah, I mean, we maybe we should uh, ask for clarification on who is. Well, we know who's the best. It's Adam. Yeah. So um, science has proved it. Yeah. Um, you know, I and mean, that's fair enough. I think you're probably my favourite as well. I mean, you're certainly not my favourite, but I'm willing to accept I could be wrong. The Christopher from Dorset merchandise goes way better than any of the others. Well, yeah, I mean, that, that's by a wide margin. You, you see people in their two-star podcast t-shirts, it always says Christopher on the back. Yeah, yeah we literally had to pay people to wear the Daniel t-shirts, which was a bit, bit gutty. I mean, I didn't even bother to get any printed, to be honest. No, I, I had to write them on in Tipex. Tipex out, Chris. It looks a bit shit. So, so yeah, I'd just like to put that out there, that you all yeah. need to up your game. Or maybe up she needs Graham to uh, up her listening game. She's probably listening to it wrong. If she mm. thinks that you're, the, you're her favourite, that means she she's just not getting it. Yeah, I'm, I'm a bit deep for your casual listener. Yeah. Maybe. There's a, lot of, there's a lot of nuance to what I do. I mean, I was I was impressed with the passion of it. Not just mm. that... I didn't. I didn't think you were very good when you started, but now you're my yeah. favourite. It's like yeah. I used to hate you. Yeah, actual hate. Actual mm. hatred for someone that you've not met. You've just just listened to a few times. I sort of think that's, I mean, that's quite hard. Maybe yeah. you should, uh, if you do decide to go back down the road of um, hate crime, maybe you should uh, consult her. Although no, she's even worse than, it, than you are. Because I mean, you 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 hate the cold brew hipster. Now you love him, but yeah, that was you know that took her a while to build. Yeah. So, I mean, that's just that's just our fan base. Very passionate people mm. who are interested <laughs> in cooing. So, so there we are. So, I I'm I'm happy that we've covered that. I think we should move on. And I think we do have to just briefly talk about uh Sam Allardyce. Yes, former England manager Sam Allardyce. Yeah. Um who has set several records. Um 100% win rate as England manager. Um, one game in charge, uh, 67 days in the job. So what is it precisely what he has did? Uh, well, so he was filmed um, talking to uh, journalists, uh, well, undercover journalists. Was it the fake shake? No. Oh. Um, so This, this he, was done by the Telegraph. So there were several things. He um, was discussed He discussed taking a £400,000 fee that would allow uh, him to help 
circumvent third-party ownership of players, which is in contravention of FA and FIFA rules. Um, he uh, took the piss out of Roy Hodgson, uh, took the piss out of Gary Neville, uh, took the piss out of the FA's decision to rebuild Wembley, uh, complained about the FA's president, who's a Duke of Cambridge, um, took the piss out of Prince Harry, done that. Uh, took the piss out of the England players, and I think that's everything. I mean, that all sounds fair enough. I was going to say, all of these people are utterly mockable. Oh, yes, but I think it's generally considered poor form as the New England manager to do those things. I find myself almost surprised that anyone is surprised that Sam would do these things. Well, yeah, but like again, it's one of those things where you probably want to make sure that you've been in the job more than like 90 days and that you're not being filmed while you say these things. He'll still have been in his three months probation as well, so they won't have to pay him any compensation. Yeah. I wonder if um, you have like three months probations for jobs like that. Well, you I, must do. That's how it works. Yeah. I mean, you, you start, you have your induction, three months probation, you have your review, off you go. Mm. Uh, but it's quite interesting. He is, he is like far and away the shortest time in charge of the English national team. Uh, the next closest is Steve McLaren, who was in charge for one year and six months. Felt like much longer, didn't it? Yeah, it really did. Um, but yeah, I, I, see, I, I thought uh, Sam Allardyce had been manager for longer, but it turns out no, one game, uh, not even, not even uh, three months, and he's out on his ass. So now uh, we still have a shit team, and uh, we don't have a manager anymore. I mean, that's probably the best way to go, isn't it? What? Just that's our excuse now. They just don't have a permanent. They could have like a, a different manager oh, so each game. So, sort of like was proposed briefly for Chelsea. So, have I got news for you? Guest manager. Yeah, I think that would be great. You could have uh, Terry Venables could come in one one week. Um, Boris Johnson. Yeah. Or you could crowdsource it. Mm. So, what every decision? Yeah. So you get a, a vote. You you go on the app. Well, no, yeah, exactly. Say, you have like, take, you do like sort of Ray Winston off? style bet in play, but instead of bet in play, it's like you know tactics in play, and then whatever tactics mm. get the most votes. Yeah. So let's. So you get a vote for four three three for ten minutes, and then you get to vote on different formation and substitute. That's that is. Or, uh, or you you run it like just a minute, so you've got like a panel of five England managers on the sidelines, and they have to just constantly yell tactical instructions at the team without hesitation, repetition, or deviation. And when they do, one of the other people will call them out of it and they'll switch around, they'll try some different tactics, they'll grab it on about that, and then they'll switch around again. Fourth and you can bring in um, like a QI element, and yeah. every time they make a cliche of it being a game of two halves or something, a big klaxon goes off. Yeah. And uh, the team lose four goals. Yeah, I'd like that. That would be good. Mm. Or, or if we're going full you know, proper TV, you could gunge whoever says the cliche. And you could um, have the whole match played inside the Crystal Dome. Yeah, yeah, that'd be fun. You might need to expand it slightly. I'm not sure you could fit 22 people in there. It's well, only really designed like, for like yeah, five. Fuck. You could just put the. You could. Uh, I mean, Wembley's got that bridge thing already. You could build a massive Crystal yeah, Dome. Yeah, that's true. That's mm. true. Inside uh, you need, you need quite Doesn't it have a? Um, you doesn't it have a roof? No. I think Wembley has a roof. Oh, yeah, Wembley's got a roof. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you don't even need to build a dome. Just shut the roof and put the fans on. Yeah. Well, no, but um, you would want the, the whole crystal structure, wouldn't you? Otherwise, it'd be a bit... Yeah, like, I suppose you yeah, would. Yeah, you need to be transparent so people yeah. can see. I oh, can't imagine the England team gathering up only gold tokens. They would just go for everything shiny. 
That's the, well, I think. they are quite good at getting paid. I reckon yeah, they but, can tell the difference between gold and silver. Oh, so, yes, mean, yeah. shiny objects. No, I, I, I take your point as well. Mm, that's a tricky one, isn't it? Mm. Maybe some of them would be good at it and some wouldn't. Mm. So you'd need to have uh, somebody stood by the gold sorting the um, silver from the gold tokens, wouldn't you? Yeah. That's what they never do. Yeah, yeah. It, always, it seems so obvious, but I don't know if you have time for it. Yeah, I think um, perhaps you need to explain what you're referencing because some of our younger listeners didn't know what Euro Trash was. Yeah, well, so um, they might need to have it explained to them what the Crystal Maze is. I don't think they do. I think we are foreshadowing the exciting return of the Crystal Maze to their television Mm. screens in I don't know, like a month or something. Yeah. So uh, we don't, you know, we're current. We're we're tapping into the zeitgeist, really. Yeah, yeah, totally. Which is all anyone wants of us, to just do it once. Okay. Right, fine then. It'll just remain a mystery to them. What Tuesday are they going the on about? Tuesday 27th of September. Yeah. Tu- when? Tuesday the 27th of September. So it's today. today. Fucking hell. How much more zeitgeisty could you get? Yeah, we're amazing. Are you sure you haven't just looked at a calendar that's telling you what today's date is? No, no, the Crystal Maze, uh, sea tickets. um, Although, (laughs) this is amazing. Um, The sea tickets website, so it's got the the Crystal Maze tickets and you can get the the various um, things. But um, the Crystal Maze is rated 4.90909090909090909 out of five. Oh, wow. So, um, yeah, so Stephen, oh, Stephen Merchant is hosting. Yeah, that's weird, isn't it? Oh, fuck. Hang on, it's uh, not, oh, no, sorry, it's not it, oh they, they're filming it today, and then it's in October, is that it? Or? I don't know, it's it's something to do, apparently Channel 4 are doing a fundraising thing. Um, oh, right, okay. Yeah. So it's part of the Stand Up to Cancer um, evening of through fun. October, I think. Wonderful. Did you see the well, um, Celebrity Island with Bear Grylls stand up to cancer? No, no, I've uh, I've I've got it set to record. But I'm just not sure it. I can watch the Crystal Maze without Richard O'Brien hosting it. Well, I have, and it well, was Edward I mean, yeah. Tudor tentpole, and he was awful. Well, that's that's my concern. So Stephen Merchant won't be worse than that. No. I mean, he does look more like Ed Tudor pole than Richard O'Brien. Well, he should shave his head. It's a good idea. So the the Celebrity Island, um, they didn't really stand up very well to cancer. Um, some of them left very quickly. Right. And um, I think within the first 24 hours, they had to get help twice. Mm-hmm. Someone coming into the island to, to give them more water. I think they need to take money away from cancer research for that. Then. Well, possibly they will. I don't know. So um, I think we've got a little bit lost now. What should we do next? Well, you're in charge, Chris. I am in yeah, charge. Yeah. Well, I see Graham um, would like to argue about storm names. Yes. Yeah, so you touched on this last week, um, and the Met Office done their names of storms, which are like Deirdre and Brian and stuff like that. And uh, I had a chat with somebody at the Met Office this week and said, look, these are bullshit. And they agreed, and they have decided to officially adopt my list of storm names, which I shall read for you in a dramatic fashion now. Uh, 
Storm Attila. Storm Behemoth. Storm Cunt Smash. Storm Diablo. Storm Embolism. Storm Firestorm. Storm Genghis. Storm Hurricane. Storm Islamic State. Storm Jizzfart. Storm Calamity with a K. Storm Marauder. Storm Nihilism. Storm. Oh shit, that's a big storm. Storm Portishead. Storm Quant. Think of anything. I'll come back to you on that one. Storm Ramesses the Second. Storm Suffering Stuckatash. Storm Twat. Storm Umbrella Weather. Storm Viking. Storm Wolf from Gladiators. Storm Explosion. Storm Yo, this storm is fucked. Storm And that's the list of storms. That was... So that's, uh, yeah, that's what all the storms are called this year. Mm. That was good. We should have led with that. That was that was high tempo. I like that a lot. Yeah. yeah uh, killed the mood a bit at the end. We were sort of going for a chilled out vibe, weren't we? Yeah. yeah that's fine. You know, you've got to pep it up, have, uh, have multi-tonal... Um, it was a big climax. Yeah. But yeah, that was good. Um, there's one other thing that I want to mention. Uh, I had discussed doing a remake of Men Behaving Badly for this week. Oh, yeah. Which I've not done. Because I've thought of something better. What? I've thought of a reimagining of the classic sitcom LOLO, but based in a dystopian post-Brexit Guildford. Oh, okay. (laughs) Yeah, I can see that working. Yeah. So that's my idea. Um, Okay. But I felt we needed to give our listeners a bit of time to absorb that that might be what was happening and to yeah. uh, look at the source maybe material. Maybe just tell us if they don't want us to do it so we could not. Well, yeah. I mean, thinking of, of fans that don't know what Euro Trash is, they yeah, probably exactly, need to they? go back and look at what is a low low. What low, low is, mm. yeah. These bloody uh, children that we have listening. I mean, this this is linked to a low low and big storms. The very big storms we had in 1987, I think 87, mm. my... My main concern during those storms was that I think it's Gordon Kay, the actor that played Rene, he was out driving his car and a tree fell on him and he was injured. And that was that was how the storms really impacted on my life because there was a possibility that this beloved actor would would not be able to continue being on our television screens. And then what would have been the point in anything? It would have been awful, wouldn't it? Yeah. Mm. I mean, to put it into context, I mean, who who is like him now, but on the telly? Uh, Sasha Baron Cohen. Are you sure? I think he's. Um, I think he's was he bigger does than funny that. voices. No. What was he in apart from LOLO? He was Rene. He was the main guy. Yeah, but we all he looked was up to him pony. because um, you sort of thought, well, you're a, a small business owner whose business isn't doing very well. Yet, despite this, 
both of your waitresses. I know. Uh, yeah, um, having it away with both of those sexy waitresses. Yeah, and and the leader of the resistance. And the, yeah, yeah, he was a dirty dog, wasn't he? Yeah, and but given if, that he was, if all of those fell through, you'd got um, Lieutenant Gruber, who was yeah. always always wanting to take you somewhere After in his little tank. A few too many brandies that might start to appeal. Yeah, yeah. I think um, perhaps by the standards of a 1940s Frenchman, though, maybe he was um, quite chaste. Oh uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's sort of out of context, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a different time. Yeah, anything went in those days. Yeah, I think um, I think we all looked up to him, didn't we? So yeah. I thought, I hope to be when I grow up. I hope to be a um, a heavily overweight, balding. Uh, failed businessman who's having numerous affairs. And in a way, we all are. Well, mm. yeah. Huh, interestingly, he was in Brazil. He was in Brazil the country, or he was in Brazil the film? <laughs> For the World Cup. No, he was he's, He was dead. He was dead during the World Cup. What? He's, he's dead? No, he's not dead. He's Who? one of those people that you assume to be dead, but isn't. Oh, well, is he not dead? Because I had assumed he was. No, not according to IMDb. He's still he's still kicking. Well, Jesus, don't let Bruce Forsyth know. Um, but yeah, he was in Brazil, uh, where he played someone. I haven't watched Brazil because it looks impenetrable. Uh, I don't know. He's not on the he's not not on the um, the first build cast list. Um, yeah, he's he's way down. He, it's a fairly incidental role, so. Yeah, not not even not even a big one, as they would say. Oh, it was it was nineteen ninety, um, the car accident. It might not have anything to do with the storm. I might have just linked those two together. Oh, but there, there we are. Well, live and learn. Mm. No, it was a storm. It was the uh, the Burns Day storm of uh, January nineteen ninety. So it was just a different storm. It was a different storm. If only they named them. Didn't even, didn't even have a name. If, we'd, if they'd had yeah. a name, then we'd well, have known. It, it was the Burns Day storm. Like, it has its own Wikipedia page. Yeah. But, that's not, but it's not called Storm Burns Day. Uh, no, that's correct. Could identify Storm Burns Day. Well, uh, the storm has received different names as there is no official list of such events in Europe. It is also known as Daria. <laughs> oh, fair enough. Mm. If I was going to be killed by a storm, I would not want it to be called Daria. No, I don't think a great deal of choice, unless obviously you intentionally go out in a given storm to die. Yeah, well, that's why my list of storm names um, means anybody who dies in a storm will have died in one with a great name. That's true. Yeah, well, I mean, this is a this is a lovely cheery note, isn't it? I think we've exhausted everything we want to talk about, and we've talked about yeah. lots of things we didn't really want to talk about, yeah. and no one will have any interest in. So yeah, as is our want. So, is there anything Very else? On brand. That, uh, yeah, is there anything else that people want to bore our suffering listeners with? I think maybe we should just put these fuckers out of their misery. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, we will stop then. Oh wait, wait! There's something really important we should talk about. Is the best thing on there, and I forgot. We'll do it again. That's a shame. This is the shit I have to put up with. Have you seen the um, iPhone 7 owners are destroying their phones because of a spoof video? Yes. No. 
So this, it's in the show notes. The spoof video is a guy saying, oh, are you really annoyed that you don't have a three and a half mil um, headphone socket, headphone jack? Go, okay, well, this is a great way of getting one. And he just puts a phone in a vice and drills a hole in the bottom. And he says, that's it. Brilliant. There you go. Plug it in and you can listen to your music. And um, apparently there are some iPhone 7 owners that have tried this and now their phone doesn't work. Which is hilarious. I don't think is true, though. Is it? Probably not. What, that, that drilling a hole in your phone lets well, no, you your phones or the anybody has done that. Well, there were a number of people, I think it was the iPhone 5, where somebody posted a video explaining how you could fast charge your iPhone by putting it in the microwave. Yeah. And a number of people did that. Mm. Yeah. So never, and there was under- another case never where, underestimate the uh, stupidity of people willing to spend 600 quid every year on a phone that's marginally better than the one that they bought last year. I think yeah. you were just regurgitating uh, this man's um, press stuff that it says that the angry owners have contacted him, and presumably we only have his word for this. Oh, they posted mm. at the bottom of the video saying, oh, oh, I snuck out in the night and used my dad's tools, and now my phone's broken. Yeah. But there, well, is, I mean, there is precedent, anyone could say because that, there's, um, there's the microwaving phones. There's also uh, the story that a, um, a software upgrade made them waterproof. And people were then dropping yeah. their phones into. I don't think water. anyone stupid enough to fall for it would be intelligent enough to operate a drill. I think that's a very, very dangerous assumption to make. Well, maybe because um, there was also the uh, the iPad scales. What the iPad scales? Uh, you put the app on your iPad and then you stand on the iPad and it tells you how heavy you are. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's pretty funny. Um, so yeah, I mean, never un- as I said, never underestimate the well, stupidity yeah, of people. There will always there will always be some people who are stupid enough to believe literally anything they, they see on the internet. There are some silly sausages about, aren't there? States, so mm. he is probably right now getting one of his staffers to go out and buy him a replacement iPhone because he just drilled a fucking hole in the bottom of it. Maybe he has people to drill the hole for him. That's true. Yeah. But yeah, I was very entertained when I saw that. I think whether it's true or not, it's nice to believe that it is. Yeah, I think it is. I think if any of our listeners have been affected by this uh, this outrage... If any of our listeners have been affected by any of the issues raised in tonight's show, uh, they can contact our helpline. Yeah, or well, if they've destroyed their phone, then they won't be able to, obviously. Oh, they'll have to write a letter to our helpline. Yeah. And then we'll get back to them within uh, ten working days. Yeah. I was, I was thinking, should we attempt to get some sort of sponsorship for the podcast um, so that we can put those really annoying adverts in the middle of it where we just go, and, and now we're going to discuss something. But first, uh, a word from this week's sponsor, uh, roboticwankingclaws.com. Mm. Uh, do you like robots? Do you like wanking? Then you'll love roboticwankingclaws.com. Right now, you can get £10 off by using the code Two Star Podcast. Well, I'm just going to cut that, and that's our advert that okay. we're going to put at the beginning of every podcast now. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I've I found myself increasingly annoyed by podcasts that have these like five minute breaks in the middle where they do these kind of off the cuff, uh, you know, definitely not in any way prepared adverts for some shitty thing that will you know post you like a packet of sausages every week for oh, only that'd be amazing. Pounds. 
I would love a sausage subscription. <laughs> <laughs> Glad to hear it. Maybe Dan, you could sort me out with one. Mm, that's like it. It sounds like the beginnings of like the worst pickup line ever. <laughs> Excuse me, can I just you in a sausage subscription? Yeah, I'm gonna go and uh, use it on my wife. <laughs> <laughs>